Welcome to the Christian Business Connect podcast. Hey, CBC. My name is Mike McCullough, and I am the founder of Christian Business Connect. This is our Christians in Business podcast. We have our member of the week, Becky Wilson. Hey, Becky. How's it going? Hey, Mike. Good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you for being here. We definitely appreciate it. Tell our audience who you are and what you do. My name is Becky Wilson, and I am a shareholder with the DeRuzen Law Firm. We're located in Pontiac, Michigan, and our firm handles strictly intellectual property matters, meaning that we deal with patents, trademarks, and copyright matters. Um, We do anything from the initial filing all the way to enforcement matters, um, and that's all we do. So we're just a very specific dealings as far as our firm goes. Uh, Me specifically, I handle the trademark and copyright side of things. So I handle um, all trademark matters. So I work with companies on whether or not they have a name, they have a logo, if they're building their name or logo to go with the brand. Um, And then I work on the copyright side of things as well. Wow, that's awesome. It sounds like a nice little niche you got there. What's your uh, favorite part of it? I really like, and I've been finding a lot more lately, working with um, small startup businesses Um, People that are just kind of getting out there or have been out there for a little bit, um, looking to just kind of change up their look and their brand. And so kind of working with them as to what to do, how to hopefully avoid any problems and how to move forward, like with enforcement and things like that, just so that they can really build that strong brand identity when it comes to their business. And I would imagine that's very, very important for their business. Probably something that's normally out of the realm of most business people because it, it is very complex. It is very layered what you do. What's the uh, the process? Let's say I have a brand. I go to you, try to figure out what I need uh, IP-wise. How does, how does that look? Yeah, I mean, usually, I mean, we have one of two situations. So either you already have something started and you're looking to protect it um, or you're coming to us right out of the gate. So... I I love to see the clients that come to us before they actually start anything because it gives us a good basis to kind of help them and guide them. And usually what I do is I ask clients, whether it's a logo or a name, to come up with a handful of names or a handful of taglines or a handful of logos because then we can kind of do our part in that we search the trademark office database. Um, We have some other references we can check out and search because we want to make sure that they are going to be the only one using that particular name or that logo for that particular purpose. You know, because you have instances where two people can use the same name as long as they are for completely different, unrelated goods or services. So say, for instance, you could sell Bibles under your name. Someone else could sell tennis shoes under the same name. So as long as there's no likelihood that there's going to be confusion. So we work on that part and we do the searching process. We work with the client the whole way. So we talk to them, inform them what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And once we get a clearance after we've completed the searches, done our due diligence, then we go through the filing process and we file that with the USPTO, which is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. And then they review it. 
And after that, it kind of depends on how it goes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they might come back to us with what's funny, and I tell clients this, if anybody guarantees you that it's going to be easy, um, they're not telling you the truth. Because, you know, you could have a mark that you've done everything you can, and you're like, there's no issues whatsoever. But the trademark examiner looks at it and says, oh, I found this, this, and this. And then you have marks that might you might think are your problem children. And they fly through the office with no problem at all. So there's, we do the best we can to forewarn clients of what might be problematic. Um, and then we just kind of go from there. Well, that's awesome. You handle the details for it and it, almost like hand-holding to a certain extent, making yeah. sure that you move the client along appropriately, move the, the content along appropriately. Yeah, and, and it's, it, it is. It's a big part of it. I And just... Not only that, but the kind of the education piece of it too, because most clients, when they have a trademark, um, then they don't know what to do with it, or they don't know how to um, appropriately use it or appropriately market. Um, and you have to uphold the usage, especially with the federal trademark. Um, you have to use it in a certain way continuously in order for it to be a trademark. So we try to educate the client on that piece of it as well, even when it comes to the copyright. So I do a lot of uh, copyright filings as well. And it's the same thing, trying to educate them on what is a copyright? How do you want to use it? How do you want to protect it? Um, because it can be done in so many different forms um, that things can get copyright protection. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And it, it all sounds very detail oriented. And if they're a, a small business owner, startup, uh, you don't have time for that. You need an expert to kind of get you through the process, make sure that you optimize the situation and basically don't mess it up, <laughs> which is, I definitely see a ton of value, especially since that's all you guys do. That's, that's your niche. That's tremendous. So how long have you been uh, with the, the law firm? Law firm? Um, I have been there uh, since 2008. Um, but I actually worked with them prior to that because I worked for uh, an automotive company that used this firm as their intellectual property firm while I was going to law school. So I kind of worked with the firm um, as a go-between while I was going to law school, which gave me great experience. Awesome. That's, that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the most challenging thing about what you do? You know, I think a lot of it from my end, I've been seeing a lot more of the the very large, big businesses kind of coming after small businesses for things that I don't know, I don't want to say they're not legit, but it's just because they have deep pockets and they can, and I understand that they want to protect their things, but it's very frustrating to the, the small clients that don't necessarily have that same amount of, to budget to fight against these things. So that I think that's the most frustrating part for me is wanting to help people, um, but going up against the big, big guys. Yeah, I would imagine it's a, a quite challenging. How do you normally overcome those challenges? You know, well, what we try to do, what I try to do is find some sort of middle ground. Um, and we've had success in a couple instances. It doesn't always work, but just to find some way that you can kind of exist together to coexist, whether it's um, sometimes you have to limit geographic areas in which you're operating. 
Sometimes you have to limit the goods and services that you're offering under the mark. So we try to do what we can best do to get the client the result that they want. And it may not always be 100%, but it's something that we can do to save at least part of what they've already built. Nice, nice. That's, and I guess that kind of falls in line with you saying the expectation of the, uh, the challenges at the beginning too. So that's, uh, it goes a long way, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, now for your clients, do you only work with uh, businesses in Metro Detroit or is your uh, target market beyond that? Do you help uh, in other states and other parts of Michigan? Yeah, we're pretty lucky in what we do. So on the, on the federal portion of it, um, we can help anybody anywhere. So we have clients all over the U.S., um, we even have clients outside of the U.S. So we might oh, work wow. with um, associates or other, you know, intellectual property attorneys in um, in Europe or in Germany or um, somewhere else. So they may have us doing things for, for their clients. So it's just people that we've built relationships with back and forth. Um, as well as Canada, we have a lot of clients that do business or have business in Canada because of the, you know, the proximity. <laughs> It's right here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's right next door. It's super <laughs> close, super convenient. Right. Um, but yeah, and then on the state level, I mean, we can do, you know, because there's there's state trademark filings as well as federal, and those cover you for just the state of Michigan. Um, so we're able to help businesses, you know, in Michigan that are doing business in Michigan, um, possibly to protect their trademark on a state level. Nice, nice. That's, that's really cool. I didn't realize... You could help people in Germany. Do you ever have to go to Germany or any of these other places or is technology keeping you here? <laughs> um, I do not um, because we also handle patent matters. Um, a couple of the other partners, they attend hearings and stuff um, out inside of the U.S. So they partake in a lot of that where they go in and they help the, um, the foreign council kind of facilitate like um, patent litigation matters. So that way that we can see it through for our client. Um, so awesome. they go there and help quite a bit. And the, the owner of the firm does quite a bit of work um, in that arena as well. Nice. So I know you ha how you ended up with uh, the firm. What made you become a lawyer? What drove you to this down this path? Um, it's really weird because I've had someone else ask me this. So I knew I was telling my mom like by seventh or eighth grade that I wanted to be an attorney. I think when I originally thought about it, it was the whole, you know, full like suit ensemble, like in court, like objecting to things like that <laughs> kind of lawyer, you know, because you watch all the lawyer shows on TV and it just seems, you know, like the thing you want to do. Um, <laughs> But that as you learn more about, you know, the litigation process versus different things, you kind of decide where you want to be. And um, ultimately, I ended up doing intellectual property law by accident um, because when my prior job was, was terminated, I had been kind of in between. The owner of the firm was like, hey, do you want a job? And I, of course, said, absolutely. You know, and I came over and I was actually started out as the litigation assistant at the firm. So it was kind of, it just gave me a great opportunity to kind of learn about everything. So I started out as an assistant with the firm, which led then 
to when I got, you know, when I became a grown-up lawyer and I got my own assistant, it was amazing because I was able to personally, like, teach her things and train things. And now, you know, she's super valuable to me. So it's just, it was a whole process that just, it kind of worked out because I never thought in a million years I would be doing this type of law. It's tremendous. I mean, yeah, God has a plan in all things. Uh, it sounds like he got you to where you needed to be. 100%. So us being a, a Christian organization, how do you typically integrate your faith into your business if you're able to do so? I, I think ultimately, I mean, all I try to do is the right thing. So whether it's not nickel and diming a client for things, that's part of like, and this was a general firm thing in, before I even came on, but we do a lot of things on a flat fee basis. So we're not charging clients for a 10-minute phone call or a five-minute email. or a, So I'm not being charged and, for this interview right now? No, no. Oh, well, I'll yeah. give you a discount. <laughs> No, it's just nice because they have a lot of the same belief systems that I already had prior to coming in. And so I think it just makes me, which I know this seems odd being an attorney, but I'm an honest person by nature. So I'm really bad at lying. I'm really bad, you know, um, which is funny. Everybody's like, oh, you're in the wrong profession. And I'm like, I swear <laughs> to God, there's good attorneys, you know? Um, so it's, it's a good thing. You know, I just kind of try to integrate like the morals and the ethics into dealing with clients and being honest with them about outcomes and, and what's going on. Well, and I mean, it really is as simple as that. Uh, with your business and integrating faith into it. It's treating others as you'd want to be treated. And it, I mean, you're, it sounds like you do the right thing. And that's, and it makes it easier for you to help them as well, because they're not afraid of being charged for an email. They're not afraid of being, you know, having a $20 million bill for a, uh, you know, something that's very, very vital for their business. It's, right. It's so important for their business. So awesome. Very, very awesome. When you're not working, mm-hmm. what, what do you like to do for fun? What are your hobbies? Well, right now, it's just sticking around in my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess they, we're all kind of limited. We? No, we have, I have um, great kids and a great family. So we kind of hang out and just, you know, at, we might, we sat around watching football last week on Sunday. Not that it was great. Because, but my husband is a diehard Lions fan, so yeah, it's I I keep wanting to get off the bandwagon, but I can't. It's I, no, no, it's um, it's very hard. So he gets disappointed, you know. Every here and there, it's it's a success, but um, yeah, I mean, so we're just together quite a bit, you know. And I have a group of, of friends that I like to hang out with. Um, so it's just mostly about like family and fun and kind of finding that, that in between. And I love to read. So when I get time, I love to sit down with a book and not a Kindle. I like, I like the feel of actual, like a book. My wife is the same way. I yeah. have to go pick up books for her at the library, like right? once every two weeks. It's, yeah, it's on my I, way and it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know the um, electronic, it's convenient, but I just, I guess I'm just, old school in that way. I just, I love to hold a book and read a book and put my bookmark in it and, you know, come back. Well, 
I mean, especially with what you do and um, just the way our society is in general, I mean, we're constantly looking at screens, whether it is watching the Lions or probably researching uh, IP stuff. I mean, it's, or doing interviews. We're constantly looking at screens. So, you know, to have that escape and actually look at not a screen, I mean, it goes a very, very long way. Yeah. Um, So what's your favorite book? Or do you have a favorite book? I don't, I like, I like some of the, like, thriller type books. Like, I have, like, Lisa Jackson is one of my favorite authors. Um, So it's almost like a crime drama, intense type of thing, mystery, so. I feel like my wife has, I remember seeing that name. Okay. So I feel like I, I, I personally have not read it. Or her and I may need to, ex- yeah, we may need to exchange books then. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is always willing. With all that being said, obviously you'd be a great person to work with. How do potential clients get a hold of you? Um, they can, like, if they want to check out kind of what we're about, they can go to our website um, at www.patentco.com, which is P-A-T-E-N-T-C-O.com. Um, we have a lot of good information on the site, too, just generally um, about what we do and, and kind of how we do it. And then there's information about each of the attorneys on there. Um, and then they can also email me. Uh, my email is just bwilson at patentco.com. Um, and nice we don't and charge, yeah, we don't charge to, you know, talk to people. Like if they have something they want to discuss just to see how to go about it, um, they can give us a call. You know, we can sit and talk to them and figure out if we're even able to help them. Um, or if we're not able to help them, maybe guide them in the right direction and, you know, see what we can do. That's awesome. You sound like you make it very, very easy and comfortable for the client, and that's, that's a difference maker. Kudos to you and everything yeah. you're doing. Um, and I'm going to tag Becky's profile, CBC profile in here as well. So wherever you're looking at this, whether it's on Spotify or Anchor or I'd, wherever else this ends up airing, uh, you should be able to see the link. Otherwise, you can go to ChristianBC.com and find her there as well, in addition to the other items she just referenced. So... Thank you so much for spending the time with me, Becky. And, Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. This, uh, uh, this was a fun interview. <laughs> and everyone else, thank you for listening as we all work together to be more through Christ. God bless.